Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of OBP, the On Base podcast presented by 641 Media. I'm your host, George Grothier. I'm back again with our panel of Max Toscano, 641 Media Analyst, and brand new 641 Media Analyst, Aaron Watson Sherry. You know both of them from the last couple of weeks. How are you guys doing tonight? I've got a lot of audit exams coming up, but other than that, I'm down to talk baseball. Jacob DeGrom might miss, might miss his possible 10-day start. Everything is terrible. It's all right. No, it's not. The rest of the Mets rotation is temporarily healthy. All right, let's not act like that's going to be a thing. Jacob DeGrom hasn't done anything. I'm saying. He just had a kid. Did that injure him? That's what happened. That's all he's done. Wait, he's on maternity leave? He was on maternity leave. That's very American of him. (laughs) All right. That's that's what he got Let's get to it. So, Max, Pat and I talked about this in OBP episode three over the weekend. Your man, Logan Morrison declined your offer to come play for the Connecticut College club baseball team. He signed a one-year, $6.5 million deal with the Twins. Could, with a with an option, increase to two years, $16.5 million, which I think is a great deal for the Twins. We can match that. We, maybe. Um, Max, what do you think of that deal? That's the donation we just got. That's just cool. That was more than he got per year. I think he should come play for Connecticut College. Are we, allowed to pay, are we allowed to pay players, or is the FBI going to knock down our door like they did Arizona? This podcast got them. really real really fast. All right, Lomo, what do you think? Well, I mean, look, I think it's a great deal for the Twins because Dude, I think it's awesome. Back. And I think they're getting him, you know, for the money and the time of a, of a player that is, you know, Considerably worse than he is. He's a legitimate player. He's actually very good. I don't know why he's treated like, you know, just a role player because he's, he's a legitimate first baseman. This is a great deal for the Twins. They ripped the rest of baseball off. They kind of ripped Logan Morrison off, but I mean, he didn't really have much of a choice, so we'll see. I think it's going to work out great for him. All right. The Twins? I like what they're doing. I mean, I don't want to pose a bias because I am one of them. But uh, the Twins, man, they, they've been making those small additions, man. They've been just like, they've been getting those productive players who, like, you know, just make moves. Like, I'm saying, I think Urban Santana would be actually another thing. He was, he overachieved last year, but if he can do what three quarters when he did last year, they got number two right there. I mean, they don't have that choice. They still can even sign another pitcher. Like, they just got over with I'm telling you, the Twins are setting themselves up. They should be winning at least 85 games this year, man. I, I think Lolo is a good hitter. He adds to that. Who's the other first baseman? Joe Mauer. Yeah, Joe Mauer. Oh, boy. Well, right. they should have signed Lolo long term so they can just bump him to first base after this trash contract from Mauer's gone. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that, that would make sense. Let's go, let's go Twins, man. I mean, um, one thing you're going to see, I don't think so much – at the beginning of the year, but as the season wears on and the Twins, you know, they've got this good young team. They're going to see production. They're going to maybe match what they did last year and get a wild card spot. You're going to see Maurer transition into the DH role, um, platooning well, maybe maybe glove. with Miguel Sano. Maurer's got a fine glove. I think Morrison might be better defensively. He's he definitely better with the bat Rasher. right now. Mauer's not going back the pl- yeah, back behind the plate. Yeah, that strikeout machine, Jason Castro, man. 
I like this Twins team all the way around. You've got Castro behind the dish, Lomo at first, Dozier at second, Jorge Polanco at short, Miguel Sano at third, Rosario, Buxton, and Kepler around the outfield, and, and Mauer DHing. Miguel Sano, I mean, he's got that upside. Don't they have this Eduardo Escobar, too? I want to say, dude's a good utility player. Let's not act like we didn't all pick him up in the labor wire at some point in the last two years. Let's not act like that we did. Like, their farm system, man, like, just look at, like, they're already good right now. Like, if you just look at that lineup, that's a, that's a winning team lineup. And after that, they've got so many guys ready to come up. Like, Nick Gordon's pretty much ready. Or, no, no, he's not quite ready, but he'll be black up in September against somebody like Bonk or struggling. They've got Steven Gonzalez and uh, Fernando Romero, two top 100 prospect pitchers whose ETAs are pretty much up. These guys are going to be coming hot, and they've got, they've got the firepower to keep sending guys towards the team. I mean, they did draft some busts. Uh, who was their fourth overall pick? Trey Ball was the Red Sox bust, but uh, Cole Stewart, trash. Uh, I think Tyler J is also one of those. They had two top ten busts, lefties or righties. You know, this team's going to come in hot, and if you don't think so, you're just going to be wrong. I think one thing the Twins are definitely – one thing I would definitely advise the Twins to do over the next, you know, year and a half or so, fast track Royce Lewis, get that kid to the major leagues as fast as you possibly can. I think he is going to be the year, next great shortstop in baseball. I think that you just take your time, man. They've got Nick Gordon, they've got Jorge Polanco. Those are two guys who are going to be league average players. Like, you're in no rush with Royce Lewis. Like, I don't think he'll, he'll be. I don't think. I mean, who knows? He's an 18-year-old kid, I think, still. He, he graduated high school the same year I did, so who knows what his projections are. But as the first overall pick, he does have that Francisco Lindor upside who's drafted the eighth. But, like, I mean, if that's what they think he can be, and if they think he can be that good this year, you call him up. But clearly, he's going to need a lot of work before he's ready 2020, 2021. Baseball. Yeah, I mean... One thing I like about the Twins that a lot of people aren't really giving enough attention to, I think their rotation is actually pretty good. Um, I think it's definitely rounding into shape. I think Jose Barrios is better than people think he is. He's got really, really nasty oh, stuff. Oh, yes. Barrios. He, he was trash really, his first two times up. If he, if he can, you know, clean up the edges of his game, this is, a, this is an almost at least a borderline age pitcher. He's got filthy stuff. Oda Rizzi is pretty solid. Um... Irvin Santana, we'll see. Um, he's, he's, he's been up and down his entire career. He's had great years. He's had terrible years. When all three of those guys are on, that could be a very scary matchup. It, it, it's a, at the very least, it is a solid, serviceable rotation, which when you have a pretty decent you know, lineup with some pop of Dozier and Sano, you can get a team that, you know, it, 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 if they click on all cylinders, could absolutely win a very large amount. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. They do. They do have to. They do have to play the the uh, the Cleveland Professional Baseball Club uh, 19 times this year. Uh, well, Cleveland's gotten a two-year win at this point. We know they folded. They folded twice. Um, but you know, let's move on. I think the Twins and the White Sox. Watch out for those White Sox. Man, that farm system is hot. But the Cubs' fastball is even hotter. You know, we'll see. Yeah, we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see Lucas Giolito in that rotation this year. 
Uh, Yohan Moncada is going to be their opening day second baseman, barring injury. Eloy Jimenez, I'm huge on that kid. Oh my God, dude, he's gonna rake. He's gonna they rake. They got burned for. I mean, they burned them for Jose Quintana. I mean, Jose Quintana's clearly uh, a top twenty MLB pitcher right now. Was no, not. No, he's not. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, he's top thirty, and you're not okay. Gonna, I mean, he he would be a number one. He would be a, a number one on a lot of teams. There and are the a Cubs, lot of he's like the the Cubs. Cubs. He's the Cubs number three. Well, the Cubs have a good rotation. They've got Lester, who was just announced today to start his second consecutive opening day uh, for the Cubs for Joe Madden. I just don't trust Joe. Joe I know this is. I, I never mean, did. If I do, this is the last year I'm gonna get doing anything. Uh, I like. I mean, I like James Shields is trash. Let's just let's James just Shields can't have a at this point in his career. Absolutely. <laughs> it was <laughs> Shields. I don't think I remember Shields. that. It, that's the kind of thing that ruins your career. Yeah. He's taking the trot around the diamond. The look on James Shields' face after he gave up a home run to Bartolo <laughs> was was something you see out of you know one of those movies where you have to show the dog again. Like he was broken. He was, he was broken the same way Clayton I mean, Kershaw was broken that time that Matt Adams took him deep in the NLDS. I mean, yeah, they not really, like Kershaw's a look at, look at, I mean, right, if yeah. everyone pans out for the White Sox, their rotations can be Helio, Ronaldo, Lopez. Carson Fulmer's got to move to the bullpen. Um, he's overrated. Michael Kopech, uh, Alec Hansen, and then like some other guy that they're probably going to get. Then they still have Blake Rutherford, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez to fill out the outfield with Aviso Garcia. And like, to manage that, I mean, he's a free swinger. Jose Abreu's, he's, he's an elite batter. He's great. He's this. great. If you, if you One of the most him, underrated first basemen, I he's think, yes, any of us have ever seen. Players. We've got Nate Jones, so I mean... This team's got so much chance to improve. Like they're gonna be hot, and they've got the money to be good. Big fact right there. Absolutely, we could very well see the White Sox surprise a lot of people this year. I want them to be better than the Cubs. I want them to gain some relevance in Chicago. Let's make it happen. I mean, yeah, I think I think you guys are a little higher on Giolito than you should be. I mean, I I get it. But this kid was the top pitching prospect in all of baseball last year. I know he was overrated. He was, he was overrated. overrated. They gassed him. They gassed the soul out of Giolito. I mean, they did he, he was a top pitching prospect. Yeah, they did. But he was a top pitching tower last time. But yeah, like, he was a top fifty prospect. He was, like, he was in top twenty-five. Not at all. Not at all. I think there's a lot better options on teams than Lucas Giolito. I mean, dude can get cracked and doesn't get enough strikeouts. So. I mean, he's probably gonna be a three throughout his career. Me, he would have been behind. He'll be behind Ronaldo Lopez at the end this year. And strikeouts still remains a bit of an arbitrary stat. So does so, wins. Well, yes, but I mean, I, I I'll always know. go head to toe, early toe to toe on that. No, I don't like wins either. But I mean, you get guys like Kyle Hendricks, so who are fantastic pitchers. They put up great numbers. Who throw nasty sinkers. At 88 miles an hour and on your hands. So, I mean, if we're going to, if the limit test for pitchers is strike for strikeouts, I think we're, we're kind of looking in the wrong place, but I just don't think he's that good anyway. A team like the White Sox, I think a team you compare them to is, how do you feel about the Padres? No. I think. I mean, their rotation's trash. And Corey Spanish trash, and Freddie Gallup's trash. I'm like, I'll, 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 I'll concede to that. Manuel Margot. And Hunter Renfro are going to have Hunter, great years. Hunter Renfro's not even a bat. Jose Grell's going to play. 
That that would be a mistake. That's a big mistake. They've got too many outfielders as it is right now. I mean, and what are they going to do with Will Myers? Alex Dickerson, they still have Will Myers plays. He's he and Hosmer are going to be the three and four hitters. Those are the best two players on this team. Um, Hosmer's over. I like what they're. I like their. Uh, I like their bullpen. Um, I mean, he is overrated, but still. Eight Brad years. Hand, Brad Hand. Brad Hand Cardcats. could easily be a top. Card Cats is that bull. I don't care what anyone says. Card Cats is that bull. I love Card Cats. I mean, their farm system, man. Their farm system, it's good. This is a good farm system. I don't think the Padres compete this year. I mean, oh yeah, they won't. I'm saying like, in the future, they're kind of like the 20, 2019, 2020. Like, Same they with got, the White Sox. They, 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 they got Kenzie Jeff Fernando Tatis looks like he's going to be tough. If he's anything like his dad. Dude, he got traded by dad the White Sox. Sox traded him for James Shields. <laughs> <laughs> White Sox hold this out. I would um, never. I wouldn't trade anybody for James Shields. Well, not at this point. No, I mean. <laughs> I mean, no, Will Myers got traded for him. Like, he means like the number 10 prospect in baseball. No, he had just won the Rookie of the Year, and he got traded from Tampa to Kansas City. Yeah, James Shields was a – he was a big deal. Big game James, more like big shame yeah. James. I mean, game one of the 2014 they've World got, They've got Michael Byers. I mean, this is a good farm system. I mean, if Anderson Espinosa ever reimburses what they trade, trade Drew Pomeranz for, who even knows? But, like, this is a good farm system. I like what they're doing. I mean, who's their uh, oh, AJ Preller? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that dude. That dude, he, he I don't know he's, what type of time he's on. He's uh, he's made some uh, some key moves for sure. I mean, could get I, that I team back to contention faster than we think. Except, of course, for giving Eric Hosmer eight years and a hundred and forty-four million dollars. I mean, he's got a five-year opt-out, which could happen. That's you know? five years though. Like Eric Hosmer. <laughs> it's five years of Eric Hosmer. Need I say more? It's five, it's five years of commentator saying, look at this guy. This is the guy that does all of the things right. He's clearly one of the best players in the league because that's how, you know, he's, he's the guy that... He's going he's gonna to be a, you know, 300 hitter. I'll give him that. He's that good crazy. at hitting for average, but he's not going to put up first base type power. I'm sorry. He's not, he's not a... Not he's not a stereotypical or even just a regular typical... First base you know power bat. Let's hear it. Logan Morris. Logan Morrison. Uh, I knew it was going like there. They could have had him. Like I like Logan Morrison, but we yes, we we've given him too much airtime. We okay, I, I I hear that, but the fact of the matter is, they gave Eric Hosmer eight years, and they could have given Logan Morrison one. That's a thing. That's out there. Do you know who could be back? I really don't want them to be is the Blue Jays. No, Let's talk Blue Jays for a second. Patrick Melbourne, if you're out there listening to this podcast, and I know you will be possibly you. tonight or tomorrow even, you're going to want to listen up to this next part. I mean, Toronto Blue Jays. I don't like the Blue Jays. I think everyone knows that as a Phillies fan. Um, I, don't, I don't really get that. Why? Uh, I mean, I mean, this is before I was alive. Obviously, it starts with Joe Carter and then I mean, yeah, the Rangers, the, the Cole Hamels game, yeah, but game that, five. That was, I can't stand on the Blue Jays, actually. That's one of my least... Five or six people. Well, I hate the Cardinals, Giants, Braves, Nationals, Mets, Yankees, and probably Red Sox. Got a lot of hatred. Got a lot. That's a I, lot of hate. Spread some I love, hate, man. I Spread some hate, love. I only hate the Nationals, and that's just because Jonathan Papelbon was there. All right, well, that's a rental. We we don't like Jonathan Papelbon. I I mean, we all that all the time. I mean, they've got they've got Vladdy Jr. Patrick's gonna be. 
That dude's going to be Consensus I mean, top five prospect around Bo baseball. Bo Bichette, Dante Bichette, son. This dude's going to be... He's going to be a monster. Like, this guy's going to be the one who makes people... These two are going to make people forget about Dallas and Matthew Stafford. It's just a big fact right there. Anthony Alford's going to be like another Kevin Clark, good player in MLB. I mean... Anthony Alford's showing off that speed today with an RBI money. triple and against the Yankees. Donaldson's gone after this year. Donaldson's yeah. gone at midseason. Dude, yo, what the Phillies signed Donaldson? Yo, come on. Do you want Donaldson or do you want Machado? I'd rather have Machado, but I take Donaldson's consolation. My my hot take on Machado is that he signs as a shortstop for next year. And Michael Franco's going to beat that watch. I don't think that no, I, think I, I don't think Machado's going to go back to third base. Why, he's playing, why, he's no, playing shortstop he this year. He wants to play shortstop and maximize his value. He's going to prove to people he's good enough. Uh, what team are what are the other topics for today? Um, we were going to, and I guess now is a perfect opportunity uh-huh. to segue into um, the final ten MLB trade rumors, top fifty prospects, number four. Jake Arrieta, number six, Mike Moustakis. This, oh, this, this was free, free agents. agents. This was pre free agency. They just write. Number four, Jake Arrieta. Number six, Mike Moustakis. Number nine, Lance Lynn. Number ten, Greg Holland. Number eleven, Alex Cobb. Number twenty, Jonathan Lucroy. Number twenty-eight, Neil Walker. Number thirty-nine, John Jay. Number forty, Carlos Gonzalez. And number forty-eight, Lucas Duda. Is that it? That's left. That's out of the top fifty. Okay. Oh. Then. Yeah. So okay. Wait, we we give this a, he has not been signed yet. We've given this offseason a lot of flack for Jason free agents. Mets. Okay. Jason Vargas is off the board. Um, we give this offseason a lot of flack for being one of the slowest on record. But you look at it and you know some of these. I, mean, I know there's a free agent camp going on right now, an unsigned player camp going on in Florida, but. You know, a lot of these guys have signed, even if right, it is well, fairly recent. This one bothers me. I don't know where he can go. Neil Walker. I, I have a lot of love for Neil Walker as a baseball player. Plays like, game right. This dude, this dude is, I mean, he's a good player. I mean, he good should player. be starting in the MLB. That's just the fact. Like, he's been consistent for over five years now. He's not going to cost you much. He's going to cost you less than any qualified RP. You can get him on a team-friendly deal. He clearly, he's clearly just looking for someone to play. I would like to see him get signed somewhere. I mean, he's good enough. I mean, I think he can play first base as well, but he's going to get him paid by second. This man should be on a team. I mean, you saw him go over to the Brewers as a midseason deal last year as a rental. The Brewers are set to roll with Eric Sogard and Jonathan VR at second base. Jonathan VR. Why not bring back Neil Walker on a team-friendly deal? You could have him for... Logan Morrison I mean, money at this point of the offseason. Never forget when he almost won the face of MLB competition against Buster Posey. Well, no, Neil Walker could easily he could easily go back to the Brewers on a two-year deal, maybe an opt-out after the first year, try again next year for his value. But you know, as you said, this is a guy who should be starting in the major leagues. Yeah, I, I completely agree to that. Where could he start? I mean, let's see. I, I had the Blue Jays up. Obviously, Devin Travis. I'm going to give him one more chance or two, maybe. Well, they've got Solarte. They've got Solarte. Like Diaz. Sol- hey. 
This team is so the Blue, Jay, the Blue Jays okay, brought in some depth this offseason. Strong, poor strong Tasher. Move him over to – I like this idea. Move him back to shortstop, and then you bring in him, Neil Walker, cheat guy that can actually play, and then makes the team look a little less trash. You call it Magnier's Sierra, then you have Cameron Maven, Eric Dietrichs, Lewis Brisson's Sierra. My uh, boy JT Realmuto. Martin Prado. Dude, this team – I mean, they have a trash. Um – you can be, dude, honestly, you can make a pretty – they would not be a top three worst offense or five worst offense if they signed Neil Walker. So I think it would be a very – you bet you bet Strong Castro like – or you bet Brinson one, you bet Maven two, you bet Bor, or Real Mato three, Bor four. Castro five. Yep. And then you have like Prado or Anderson six. Walker have, seven. Yeah, and then you have like Sierra eight and – that, that's that's a fine line. It's, it's not for a rebuilding fine. team. That's a fine line. It's it's a bad absolutely team. considering the fact that they Marlins. I'm calling I'm calling you right now. I'm saying you should get this man Neil Walker a job. Well, what, what about the Pirates? What, what's their situation? Wait, they're they're always grabbing Walker. Oh, wait, Josh Harrison. Josh Harrison. I mean, Josh Harrison wants out of Pittsburgh. We all know that I mean, he was mentioned in Garrett Cole trade rumors. Jordy right from the very beginning. There. That's crazy. Mercer is going to play short. Colin Rand will play third. They're going to give him a chance. Uh, Adam Frazier, I mean, that guy's around everywhere. This outfield's still good. I don't give it to I think that Dickerson could be almost as good as McCutcheon was for that. What? Certainly as good as McCutcheon was last year. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Are you talking about – yeah. Starling Marte's a great player. Greg Walker's going to bounce back. Josh Bell's not good. Let's just say he does not hit well enough to play first base in baseball. Um, if Colin Rand can be like how he was in AAA, man, this, this is the league average lineup. Pirates are going to come in last place in the NL Central this year. Who's comp- competing? The Reds are going to come in last place. Cincinnati's going to no, come no, in last place. No, no, no. What are you talking about, dude? They're going to Walker. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know. Uh, Cubs, Cardinals, Reds, Pirates. I'm missing someone. Brewers. Brewers. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, I think the Brewers are interesting. That's going to be a fun division to watch this year. Absolutely. Um, And you can see a preview of the National League Central, all the other divisions, uh, put together in our 641 Media Digital MLB 2018 Preview Magazine. Uh, that'll be coming out sometime around opening day uh, at the end of March. Find that on Facebook at 641 Media Baseball News and Updates and at 641media.com. So some of these other free agents that we've looked at, you know, we talked to Neil Walker for a few minutes. We've given a lot of airtime to Alex Cobb, Lance Lynn, and Jake Arrieta. One guy that we have not mentioned at all, Jonathan Lucroy. He's terrible. Oh, he wasn't. What happened? He got that way. And he, he, he declined. Anyone to go around, that is the chance. That, that is the golden opportunity to get your bat right. Because every, everyone knows you hit dingers in Colorado. It's just a fact. Man, he would, he would just hit... Solid 270 last year, get 20 dingers. Like that, that was the standard. Everyone, everyone was hitting 20 home runs last year. That was like, I think literally everyone did. Maybe not Christian Yelts one. I think did. Eventually. He did. Like, Yelts got to 20, yeah. Literally everyone in their mom was hitting 20 home runs. He should have been in on that. And he got traded for a lot too, from the Brewers to the Rangers, right? And from the Rangers to Colorado. He did nothing. Everybody get finessed down the loop on. Okay, then. Uh, I don't know where he goes. I don't even know if teams need catchers anymore. Honestly, I feel like the MLB is a lot of 7-9 hitters right now. 
too many. I mean, what what match? What do you think the Mets signed him to compete with Travis Darnold? I mean, I don't really think either of them are very good. It depends on what you could, what you can get for him. I just think it's a little bit unnecessary. I, I also don't know. You know, Kevin Pilecki played very well at the end of last year. I don't think uh, that's really escaped anybody. I'm not saying he's great or, or anything, but I mean, Darno doesn't. I, I wouldn't be shocked if by midseason Darno is at least. What's it? What's it? What's an average team that looks like it might want to get a little better? That could use him. That could use a catcher. Oh, wait, let's no. say the Oakland A's. They're not average. They're, They're terrible. Average. They're Who do they have? No, vote is. Oh wait. Vote's gone. Vote. Votes. Votes in uh, Milwaukee. Okay, they've got Byron Maxwell, Josh Fagley, and Dustin Garner. That's bad. Uh, for obvious reasons. Um. I can see what everyone's saying. Oh, this lineup. Let's see. They've got Dustin Fowler. He could be okay. Matt Joyce is Matt Joyce. Mark Canha is always just me. Mark Canha. Uh, Steve Biscotti's got some upside. Watch out for Steve Biscotti. Steve Biscotti's a good player. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if they flip him in. Franklin Barreto's gonna get the job from Jed Lowry or Simeon. Whoever's more trash. This isn't a terrible team. This what is did, not what a did I say? Team. Look at that! Look at that rotation too. You call up Jonathan Lucroy, man. Someone's got... Jonathan Lucroy could be a piece that could maybe make the A's a 500 ball club. Like, I mean, yeah, that's a broke. That's a broke franchise. Everyone knows it. He's gonna cost you less than what five, six million a year. Let's 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 bring him to the A's, dude. That's literally the first article on news for Jonathan Lucroy on uh, Google. Why the A's should sign Lucroy to a pillow contract? A's really gonna run out of 59 million payroll. That's league average 17 years ago. Well, yeah, they're being cheap. Rich Maxwell's not good. Listening to the guy who sat down for the anthem, I think that maybe Oakland doesn't like him. Who knows what goes on with the anthem to the baseball. I mean, well, it's a whole other animal, and we I mean, certainly talk about it in another podcast. Do they still have Billy Butler? Billy Butler oh. was with the Yankees for a cup of coffee in 2016. What about Brandon Moss? This team, yo. I mean, they just got Moss from the Royals, I believe. Wasn't he there before that? He was there before. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I mean, I know the Astros have been mentioned as a landing spot for the Green. Though they have McCann. They have Brian McCann. They've got Evan Gaddis. Why is nobody doing this? Why is nobody doing this? I think I I, I like that idea of the A's, man. That that's that's the most coherent thing I've heard in a while. Um, what about the Rays? I feel like they have a very mediocre Wilson Ramos, right? Wilson Ramos, if he can recapture his 2016 broke. form. The Rays don't want to win baseball games. I think okay. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. it's gonna be fun to watch the bottom of the AL East this year with the uh, the Rays and the Orioles trying to figure out who can get the top hit top pick in the 2019 draft. Oh wait, no, they have Austin Romine. I was gonna say the Yankees should call up. They could just use the backup in case the insurance. That would make if they didn't have Romine, I think it would make sense to do. It's an interesting thought. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why not. It's not like the money is the issue. They're benching Clint Frazier. They don't have Clint Frazier is starting in AAA. That's almost a given at this point. Frazier's going to be in AAA. Ellsbury and his $21 million oh, contract is going to be the bench. I really think being the best players. I mean, this team's good, clearly. Like, the Yankees, man, they've got Hicks, Judge Stanton, Gardner, and Ellsbury in the outfield. Clint Frazier's not even going to make the team. I know they hate the Ellsbury contract more than anything in the world right now. And they'd love nothing more than to like ship him Mano off. Montoro Reyes, Brandon Drury, uh, Gleyber Torres, 
Billy McKinney, like, I mean, these guys would get some playing time, man. I mean, these guys would be warm on the bench. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Jury when it starts. Brandon Jury's time. Brandon Jury, at this point, looks like he's going to be the opening day third baseman. I mean, look, the Yankees are loaded. That's what, that, I, I mean, it's never really been. Um, yeah, I don't think. Right. I, and that's why they're my preseason World Series pick, but like. Last year I went to the Astros. I was actually right for once. But I, I, I haven't even gone out with my official pick this year, I don't think. I think I, I, I haven't had it. Well, no, I just did. Um, if I think about it, I think yeah, they're being now, at, at least the ALCS. Um, I think. I'm really looking forward to a Yankees Red Sox seven game ALCS this year. No, the Astros, yes. man. The Astros, I can see a rematch. I mean, it's just because We all games, thought the Indians were going to make it last year. They probably should have. Dang, I was upset about that. I mean, they're going to be. I think the NL is going to have some surprise. The Dodgers, I think, somehow they're going to fold again. They're not in the World Series. Of course they never will. Um, even though this team's stacked. Here's, uh, here's hoping you're right about that. My playoff teams, I'm obviously going with the Reds. I like the Cardinals. You're going with the Reds? You're going with the Reds? They're going to be a wildcard team. No, come on. The Nationals. Let's let's hear them out. Yeah, okay. Nationals, Reds, Cubs. Dodgers. I like Dodgers. I like the Cardinals, man. I like the Cardinals. I love but I'm conflicted between the Cardinals, Brewers, and then also the Rockies. I mean. So don't give a spot to the Reds. Yeah. No, I, I gotta give my. Why? Every year there's always that team. Okay, that's. He's he's right. Mason, Nobody Mason. expected the Twins to make the playoffs last year. Every year there's that team. If you don't think so, then you're just being ignorant. Like, okay. okay. The Phillies, man. The Phillies, man. Watch out, man. I think the Phillies are more likely to make the playoffs. Right? National League playoff teams this I year. I'm not. You, I don't you have can, an official. You can see all of our I'm predictions, uh, as well as several others, in the upcoming Baseball Preview magazine. My NL playoff teams. Nationals are the class of the East. I'm sorry to both of you. Well, obviously. Yeah, Nationals are the class of the East. Right the Cubs are going to win the Central. The Dodgers, as much as I hate to say it, the Dodgers are going to win the National League West again. That is a given. Two wild card teams, the Milwaukee Brewers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks could do it, man. I mean, it, this sounds... I'm so conflicted. There's like Archie Bradley games. in his first season as their closer is going to have a great year. He's great. I'm going to say that now. Yes, no. I think... I mean, look, I, if we're picking playoff teams, I'm going to go with obviously the Nationals, the Cubs. I think the Dodgers are going to win that division. It's going to be closer than it should be. Um, I think the wildcard teams are going to be the Mets and the Rockies. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk AL, AL for a minute. And AL. Oh, Yankees, we all still Yankees are going to win that division by six plus games. Astros are going to win that division. Indians are going to win that division. Yeah. Wildcard teams, I think we're looking at uh, a team that might scare, might be a little scary, uh, just to see how the Mariners and James. They're not going anywhere. They can't make the playoffs. They can't make the playoffs. They're James I never will believe in the Mariners. They let me down every year. Okay. That's, that is true. Teams um, to watch in the American League, we mentioned earlier, the Twins. Minnesota Twins. Oh, okay. I think they'll be back in the conversation. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, obviously I've got the, Red Sox. the Boston Red Sox as my top wildcard team. They're going to finish 1-2 with the Yankees. It will come down to that final series at Fenway Park. The division will be decided by one or two games. I hope that's the case. That it's going to awesome. be brilliant. You're going to see Sale and Severino going at it last game of the season uh, to decide the division. That's all right. Um, 
And my other uh, my other AL wildcard team, Los Angeles Angels. No. They've got the best player in the world. They've got the most intriguing player in the world in Shohei Otani. Hold hold your thought. Otani is going to be great at one thing this year. No, he's not. I don't know which that's going to be. You know, he's made his debut on both sides of the ball in spring training. They brought in Zach Cozart. They extended Justin Upton. They've got gold glove caliber defense in Cole Calhoun. Pujols, yeah, I think, Pujols no, still has a little good baseball left in his a- his aging Who's body. That's uh, Martin Maldonado. Martin Maldonado. They could sign him. They could sign him. Why can't they sign him? Why can't they sign him? That would make sense. And the huge, Yo, the huge X factor on that team, Andrelton Simmons, no. broke out at the plate he last year. Gold glove. He's the X factor for that team, and his name is Garrett Richards. Because if he stays healthy all year, yes. he, if he stays healthy all year, you might be right. That guy's got filthy stuff, but I mean... Dude, don't count out the A's, man. You you opened my eyes today. Don't count out the A's. I'm going to count out the A's. Let's not sleep. I mean, the Rangers are going to be in the basement of that division. Yeah, I, I, I think for the A, I think it's going to be Yankees. I think the Red Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox are going to be the wild card team. But I mean, I don't know. It, 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 it's conditional. I think if... Let's... Let's say hypothetically, Garrett Richards stays healthy. I think it's almost a toss-up between them and the Twins. I'll probably take the Twins because I love Jose Barrios, and he's more likely to stay healthy. Um, so yeah, I think I'm thinking Yankees, Indians, Astros, uh, Twins, Red Sox for the for the AL playoff picture. Yeah, I mean. There's really no arguing the top four teams in the American League. Yeah. You've got the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Astros. That second, wi- that second wild card, or yeah, not in that sleep, order, of course. Stop, stop, that, sleep, stop, sleep. that second wild card spot, as you've seen each of the last, you know, five years, there's going to be six teams competing for one spot, and it's going to be fantastic baseball in the I, American League this year. The National yeah. League. There's getting to be a little bit more parity. You'll see the Cardinals, the Brewers, maybe the Mets, maybe the Phillies. I hate to say it, but I like the way the Braves are putting together their team. The Diamondbacks, the Rockies, maybe the Giants could get one more even year magic run out of this that's, this that's, group. That's literally based on superstition. That you just said that based on superstition of the even year. It's not what bad. what can I say? I'm an optimist. So maybe there will be more parity than people think. You know, you've got teams like the Orioles, the Rays, the Royals, the Rangers, the Marlins, the Pirates, and the Padres, who all of them, rather none of them, I think, are going to even win 75 games this year. They're for the rest of the, for the league. I mean, the, the Mets get the Marlins, you know, a million times throughout the division, which is great. The Mets need to win at least 75% of those games um, if they really want to be relevant. Uh, Got to keep that rotation healthy. Look, I think DeGrom's... I, oh, my God, I forgot about DeGrom. Oh, Mentioned him at the top of the podcast. DeGrom might be out for opening day. Oh my God, why? Why is this happening to me? You might think that What's Jacob that DeGrom would be asking the same thing. Wait, so he just literally... Nothing, nothing. He, he hasn't gotten injured. He's just literally just on the couch, just walking a baby. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he's now he's got a back. Now he's got a back issue. Cespedes now has an issue apparently. Oh, uh, what? I like him. This, this doesn't make any Cespedes sense. Cespedes is as safe a pick as you can make too. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. I the Mets. <laughs> with the Mets, you look at that team. You look at the Toronto Blue Jays. Swarzak left the game today. A lot. And with the Blue Jays, it was announced today that Marcus Stroman is going to take a few days off. He might miss the rest of spring training. He might even miss the opening week uh, against the Yankees with right shoulder inflammation. You got to assume health in order for these teams to be good. And, you know, DeGrom, Stroman, in my opinion, first dominoes to fall. I don't think that you can expect health from either of these teams. Aaron Sanchez missed most of last year, 80% of last year, with a blister. That's shocking to me. That's I cannot comprehend that. You can you can get a doctor on here and he could come in and say explain exactly how and I still don't get it. I mean, a year ago, I went out for my first workout of the spring. I got a blister on the middle finger of my right hand, my pitching hand, and it was gone a week later and I was fine to practice. I, mean, I was I mean, fine to throw. I so Sanchez baseball game and finished the day. Sanchez is the you know, he was the ERA champ in the American League in twenty sixteen. He is the huge X factor for that team, but if they don't have a healthy Stroman or an effective back end of that rotation, what will it even matter? It won't. I mean, I mean, you can't expect Devin Travis to play 150 games. You can't expect Troy Tulowitzki to play 100 games. I mean, the thing about the thing about their outfield is a mess. Troy Tulowitzki's not going to play one game. He's Troy Tulowitzki. Josh Donaldson. He's going to fall off, off the plane. Donaldson's going to have a good there. walk here. I will give that to the Jays. Justin Smoke is never going to be the same player he was for the first half of last year. Russell Martin, I mean, people were saying he was done when he played his second year with the Yankees in 2012. Then he went to the Pirates, now he's with the Jays. They brought in Curtis Granderson. Um, Seung Han Oh, I think. They just brought him in on a a short-term deal. He could be good for that bullpen, setting up uh, Roberto Osuna, but... You know, look at that bullpen. Osuna blew 10 saves last year. So there are, and I talked about this with Patrick the other night um, on the last episode of OBP. You gotta, you gotta have a lot go right for this Blue Jays team to be good. And you know, some people, including you know some 641 media analysts, say that the Blue Jays could hang around in that wild card race. It's sheer bias. I don't think that's the case. Exactly. That's sheer bias. And I mean, you could say, what about the Mets? You know, me being biased. But I mean, the thing is, when you have to, if, when you have pitchers like Degrom and Syndergaard on your roster, you always have a chance. Degrom's issue is like a lower back stiffness thing. He's kind of had stuff like this before, where he's just missed. He, he. It's funny. He's not the typical Met in that he has a precautionary thing and then ends up having. Oh wait, no, that time he did last season empty surgery. Oh my god, this is what he had he's he's been he's he, he's been somewhat normal What's a lot. lot. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. This is ridiculous. How long until the Rays just quit again for another five years and then quit again and again and again? Where I think we're we, seeing that happen now. Right, what about what about I mean who are they gonna trade? I mean they're not gonna trade Blake Snell, Jake Faria. They can't trade I mean maybe they trade Brad Miller. Uh Honeywell might be out for the year. Uh, he's screaming Tommy Tom. Tampa Bay! I, I really hate the Blue Jays, man. I mean, the Rays, because, like, 
They give you they so much hope with their prospects, and then they, they disappoint me. They let me down. All right, Abdullah, hey, he could go anywhere. Uh, he'll probably, I don't know, he could fetch a top hundred prospect easily. All right, but the thing is, Chris Archer. Chris Archer's gone by midseason. Where do where do we like Chris Archer? I think I think Chris Archer. I think I think if you dude, dude, if you I don't mean, assume that like, yeah, if you don't very assume good. health for a rotation like the Angels, you know, uh Andrew Heaney, Tyler Skaggs, Matt Shoemaker, Garrett Richards. I hope he's like nobody knows like, what to expect from Otani. Archer, if the Angels are in the hunt at midseason. I think you could see Archer going to the Angels. That would make a lot of sense. You could also see Archer going to the Brewers, pair him up with Jimmy Nelson atop that rotation. All right, he's worth what, – what's he worth? Like almost twice what they got for Sonny Gray? What um, the A's got for Sonny Gray? Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd say maybe one and a half times that. Dustin Fowler, Jorge Mateo, and – James Caprillion. Okay. Uh, well, I think the well, let's let's see. I think the Cardinals could be an option. Obviously, that pack is going to start with Carson Kelly. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, who else would they have to trade on that team? I gotta look. On Tampa Bay. No, I mean that would just be Archer for like one. I think he he'll, he'll be worth a little more than what the Phillies got for Cole Hamels. He's better I mean, yeah, but we're talking. That trade three years ago. Yeah. The Phillies tried getting Corey Seager and Julio Urias for that. That, that, was any, that was anything on our part. But if we could have finesse Corey Seager, I want some. Uh, but who? All right. The Cardinals. I think it starts with Carson Kelly. He's gone. They're going to want a pitcher back. Or they're probably, all right. They'll get like Carson Kelly. They'll get like a, a Harrison Bader type player. And then what else? They'll get. I think in a deal for Archer, I think you know, you might get. They will get Carson Kelly. It's going to have to cost him. Yeah, you're you're not going to see. Then one of the Cardinals trade. They'll get to pick between uh, Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill. The Cardinals aren't going to trade more than two of their top twenty prospects in a deal for Archer, and they might not even give up more than that. All right, so they give up those two guys, and then like. You might see three top thirty guys, maybe a top ten and two. Between right, twenty so, and thirty, right, so they won't pay up, they're not gonna you're not going to see, especially the if Braves, the, right? especially if the Rays the are Braves desperate. Can do it. The Braves can do it. The Braves have the prospects to do it. The Braves have the prospects to do it, but they're not going to give up Ozzy Albies. They're not going to give up Ronald Acuna. Right, they're not going to give up Dan, Dansby Swanson either. All right. Oh wow, interesting. I think I, I, I don't know about Dansby Swanson at this point. Plus, if the Braves are out of contention, you're going to hear Julio Tehran's. All right, obviously they won't give up Acuna. I'm shocked he's still there. Oh yeah. Dude, what if they just send over him, man? And then like they well, send over. He had a terrible year last year, so I don't, I don't really I, think he's going to totally buy it. I think it's going to cost the Braves. It'll cost them definitely. It'll cost them any two of Colby Allard, Kyle Wright, Mike Soroka, Ian Anderson, or Luis Gohan. I think honestly, any two of those plus like this farm system and like Alex Jackson or two of these you saying would be a fair trade. Uh, all right, how, how about this? I'll, 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 here's my offer. Um, just looking at the. Their prospects. I'll offer Colby Allard, uh, Ian Anderson, and like Austin Riley. That'd be my best offer. Might be the best offer that the Rays are going to get. 
or the yeah. Brit. The, well, yeah. I, I think you throw in, I mean, the Brewers don't have enough. Uh, the Dodgers do, but the Dodgers are, let's see, because they're always going to be linked to uh, Sarger. I think the Dodgers clearly have the talent to acquire anybody they want because, you know, they're the other Dodgers. And I've said, did they? Oh, yeah, they did Matt Kemp, Chris Taylor, Alex Rodrigo, Trace Thompson. I would still be What is with this, man? What is with this? They're more stacked than the Yankees. Look, they're off the No, they're not. I would be very surprised if Matt Kemp is still on the Dodgers come opening day. Uh, let's assume he is. I would not. Why? Yasiel Puig, Yasiel Puig, Chris Taylor, or not? Matt Kemp, Kike Hernandez, Jock Peterson, Andrew Tolles, Alex Verdugo, and Trace Thomas. That's eight MLB outfielders. They have depth, but, they, but come on. Aaron Judge... Giancarlo Stanton. Are we just talking outfields or team? I mean, this team's crazy stacked. All right, we know it's going to cost them one of Walker, Bueller, Alex, or Dugo. That's given. They're probably going to go for Dugo before they go for Bueller. If, in my honest I opinion, agree. They do that. Uh, it'll probably cost them another one of their top ten prospects. And then they're probably going to have to give up, like, someone on this team. Like, I can see it being, like, Jock Peterson and, like, Alex, or Dugo. And the race to have, like, Billy the Marlins just kind of an outfield and then nothing else. I mean, oh, they could give up your eyes. They could. They don't even need him anymore. Uh, they could give Julio. They could give up one of Peterson or Verdugo and then, like, a, a top ten prospect. I think another team, I, want, I just want to say this because I do. Uh, I mean, the Giants can't afford him. The Rockies won't afford him. White Sox won't pay up this season for them. The Giants don't have the farm system to acquire literally anybody. All right, let's see. Like after, after the trades for Longoria and McCutcheon, they don't have a farm system. No, not one bit. I mean, they have Ramos, don't they? And that's like one prospect of like the top like three thousand. They've got uh, they've got Slater, who could be their opening day center fielder. They've got. Uh, Kyle Crick. The Giants are the biggest fake contender I've ever seen. That is a fake contender. That team, they're I don't even think it's a contender. They're literally doing what the Phillies are doing ten, seven years ago. That, that's the Giants right now. That worked out for them. I mean, it worked out. Wait, did you guys have How the last five years been for the Phillies? Uh, not great. How many times have the Phillies lost 100 games in that span? I feel twice. Once. Not every team can rebuild as well as the Astros or Cubs. Well, I agree. They had to suck for a while. I mean, all right. Well, I think the Phillies are. I think one of the prime candidates to get uh, that boy Chris Archer. What would you guys think is a fair trade? I mean, the Phillies already said they won't trade Scar King or Sixto Sanchez. They won't do it. What What do you think would be a fair trade? I think maybe they have to give up one of. Maybe uh, it'll it'll cost them one of their a couple of top prospects. Maybe it won't cost them those two. Uh, Maybe Franco or Crawford, one of those two could go. I can see it being J.B. Crawford. If the Phillies sign Machado, J.B. Crawford's gone. If, if Franco doesn't sign, J.B. Crawford's gone. And then you trade, you trade Crawford, then they're obviously going to have to give a pitcher back. Like, I mean, not, I, I got I got sucks. Uh, Does he? Kind I thought he was okay. I mean, it's going to cost you, I got, or no one. Let me stop. Uh, it'll cost them another top pitching prospect, not like Adonis Medina. I don't think the Phillies will give him up, but like Franklin Colomay or like Ranger Suarez, and then like maybe Mickey Moniak. 
do the third player. I think that'd be a fair trade. I mean, are are the Phillies really totally out of the out of a rebuild yet? In the, you know, are they out I mean, enough they, that they, they are willing to consider dealing prospects at this point? They've got that boy, uh, Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola's great. I think he's. Aaron Nola, Chris he's, Archer, plus the free agent money they have and the prospects they have. Assuming they don't give up. All the, I mean, they won't trade King or Sixto Sanchez. They've said it. They won't do it. Think about it. Next year, what if you have Sixto Sanchez, uh, some pitcher that they sign, Chris Archer, Aaron Ola, and probably like I call for Vincent Velasquez, and then like, Vincent Velasquez is not a starting pitcher. I, I agree. You should, not I don't know how much I agree. That's he's not a starting. I think I thought he was amazing. Are, like, Adonis Medina or Franklin Clover, like two top hundred level prospects. I think yeah. I think if the Phillies were to lose three of their top 15 prospects in the name of Chris Archer, they lose nothing. I mean, assuming it's not Kingery or like six of Sanchez or like Jalen Ortiz, Adam Hazley, and then like like three of their top 10, I think that the Phillies should survive losing those kind of players. I mean, I think it's a deep one, just and I think they can do it. I just don't know if they have the line. Well, it depends. I mean, if Reese Hoskins continues to play like he is. I mean, that was unsustainable baseball. Well, yeah, but if he's three. still really good, if Odubel Herrera is good. Let's, I think Herrera is an MLB star. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, is, is, this, is their lineup good enough to warrant completely going into buy mode and, and starting to deal? No, I, just, I, I, I mean, I think, I, I think if the Phillies, if the Phillies push... 75, 78 wins this year, you could see them be a big-time player on next year's free agent market. Well, yeah, well I think the X factor is going to be if if Velasquez moves to the bullpen, they need Hector Nash to be good. They know it. They know Hector Nash has to be the guy. Um, the Phillies are going to need to see their bullpen make progression. I mean, they know that Nishek and Hunter are just basically Reynolds. They need to see a second guy be on the level of Hector Nash. Or like, they... Kenny Giles, man. But they need to stop. If they can get Hector Nash to be what he was, like, when he was good, and then either Kenny G, and then hopefully Velasquez can stick in the rotation or just move to the bullpen. This team's going to be buying it. They're going to be buying into winning. And you can tell they want John Milton, the owner. That dude's obsessed with trying to win. If you ever read about him, Gabe Catboy, that dude seems like an absolute alpha. He's benching 405 for reps. Uh... I mean, just watch. could be very Imagine good this year kind of if everything goes right, as we said, for the Mets and well, the Blue okay. Jays and the Giants the and the Padres right and the Mariners the and the Angels. The Mets, the Mets have more puzzle pieces right now than the Phillies. It's just for... It's the Mets what? Have more pieces than the Phillies. I mean, to an extent, I mean, the, I think the... I think you guys are... Phillies have more upside. I think Florida is going to miss the first month and a half. Okay. All right, let's say Grace Harper stays in with the Nationals. They keep their core. They they will never be as good as with the Braves, Phillies, and uh, Nationals have an upside. They just aren't. I mean, I mean think about it. the next few years, I thought. The Nationals' death chart, how long do they have Daniel Murphy for? Murphy's a free agent after this yeah, year. All right, well, he's – I mean, where's he going to go? Oh, that, that's the thing. It depends, it depends on See the market for Neil Walker. They Let can't, me know. They well, can't no, give Daniel him a, Murphy's a Oh, Daniel Murphy, a lot of teams are going to go aggressive on him because the, the, the Nationals can't give him a qualifying offer. Jake Arrieta was better than Tyler Chatwood, and guys, yet Tyler Chatwood got three can't, years. Guys, yeah, they, can't give a, they can't give him a qualifying offer because uh, Bryce Harper, they're going to give it to Bryce Harper. Teams can give qualifying offers to more than one player. Really? Wasn't it? Well, I won't know the, Roy- the Royals did that for three players this offseason. 
Whoa, I didn't know that. All right, so they, all right, they're going to have Trey Turner, Anthony Rendon. I think Danny Murphy would stay. All right, this team's good. Uh, they've, I mean, Michael Taylor's the definition of an average baseball player. Adam Eaton's a good player. Think about what they could do with, like, Juan Soto and uh, Victor Robles, two MLB. Kind of like Juan Soto's not ready. I think that Eaton, Robles, and uh, Harper is one of the best outfields that can produce in baseball, assuming upsides there. I mean, this team could still be good. I think that they still have some upside. When did Joe Ross get Tommy John surgery? His knee was never good anyway. All right, but he was he was like a number five. That dude was the definition of average. Uh, they've got some upside in the bullpen. I see. I mean, they've got security. They don't have great players. They have a number. They have a bunch of those. They're bringing back, you know, their three key guys from the stretch last year. They're bringing back um, Doolittle. They're bringing back Kinsler. They're bringing back Ryan Madsen. I mean, Cody Glover has some upside. So does Sean Kelly. Henry Romero, they need the lefty. Uh, Eric Fede could be good. Who knows? Or I don't even know how you say his name. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't even know why we're talking about this right now. The Nationals are going to win the National League East by 15 games at least. Well, I know you're exaggerating. You're spicing. You're spicing. Well. Right, let me say here. Let me let me say this. I think the Mets. How have much better, did they win it by last? Right, the Mets they, have a better team than the Phillies do this year. The Mets, Mets have, have a better team. Dude, I like this bullpen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Bullpen? Dude, I like this Four bullpen. Left the injury well, how long? Uh, it's nothing major. He just had like a spilling grammar, so he's okay. Out first, you know, ever. Um, All right, so who, who do they? I mean, wasn't even right, a assume, great right. reliever. He only got to be a great reliever in wow. May of last year. All right, well, all right. Let's say this. All right, let's say that Danny Swarzak. All right, let's let's imagine he's there. Your Chameleon's good. I don't care whatever he's very, he's very whatever good. his like backstory, all that other crap. AJ Ramos is a th- that dude was a closer for a while. That dude was he good. was a good closer. Jerry Blevins is the left Jerry one. Jerry Blevins. Paul Seawalt's that guy when he was in eleven to one. He threw him in the game. Uh, that Paul yeah, Seawalt's there's, nothing. There's, Hansa Robles has some upside. Hansa, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I, I get I get why people say that because he throws hard, but. All right, well, what do you think of Rafael Montero? That dude just moved from the rotation well, I mean, the, He's been a nightmare. A total nightmare. All right. I, all right dude, I, I, mean, I like this rotation. So, look. DeGrom, Syndergaard. They got two aces there. Matt you Harvey's have started. to Matt Harvey's health. Syndergaard's going to be healthy. The Laddish is kind of a freak. Steven Matz. I don't know what to think. Zach Wheeler sucks. No, Zach, no. Zach Wheeler is over. This is, Zach Wheeler's Steven, is Zach Wheeler is better than Steven. That really is not over. Robert Guzelman is a lot better than Stephen Matz. Yeah, right, not, I agree. I think he's better than both of them. Zach Wheeler is worse than Seth Lugo. All right, well, actually, yeah. if you put Wheeler and Lugo into this bullpen, because that they've they've we, one of the, what Wheeler is probably going to start in the bullpen at this point because of Vargas. Yeah, and then Jason Vargas. That's the key. Robert Guzelman and uh, Seth Lugo can. Or, honestly, all right, it's going to be one Degrom, two Cigar, three Harvey, four Matz. Five Vargas. Careful with the word three Harvey. I would say three Vargas. All right, so they, honestly, this, this team's probably going to have a six-man rotation. Wow. Well, I think they should. It depends on Mickey Calloway's Every ball. team needs to have that sixth starter. All right, well, they clearly three. got They clearly have, have three. They, they clearly have, like, three six starters. I mean, I like this rotation. Their offense is kind of bad. As Dual Cabrera is the definition of league, below league average. No, Cabrera's Todd Frazier. I mean, not Todd, Todd Frazier's better than the contract he got. Yeah, like 30,000. I think he's a good player. Adrian Gonzalez had a terrible year. Jay Bruce, he's going to play first base. 
eventually. Wilmer, I like Wilmer Flores. I like Wilmer Flores. He's fine. They're not that trash. Let me say that. I didn't, I didn't realize that. All right, the MLB has a lot of talent. That, that's the conclusion. Whenever I look at a depth chart, I always like, I always feel like I owe it to myself. Just like, why was I saying this? Like, besides yeah. like the Marlins. Yeah, the Marlins. Marlins. Like, there's, there's baseball. There's a lot of talent in baseball. It's great uh, for the game. And Juan Lagares is in shape. Did you see his transformation? Look, and, and he was he's, looking at he's, Jack. He's completely shifted his swing too, so he's gone that more fly ball angle. Where is he gonna play? Uh, Conforto's out, so the, and Brandon and Brandon Nemo is probably gonna, assuming Cespedes. I mean, Cespedes in left, Conforto in center, Bruce in right. Yeah. Well, well Lagares is gonna play until Conforto. Until ready. Conforto gets back. I don't think that's a problem. I, I mean, Conforto has crazy upside, but like. Lagares is an absolute demon with the glove. He's awesome. Yeah, I know he's um, crazy. And now if you can just get the bat to come around. The thing is, he's changed his swing. He's done that whole, you know, fly ball revolution thing that just that made Justin Turner and Danny Murphy amazing. Notice mm-hmm. how he chose these two guys. No, Ryan Schiff, fly ball god. Oh, we stop. <laughs> I can't yell about Have you seen his numbers? That dude's straight, literally a strikeout pop-up. I don't think he's hit a ground ball in like 40 minutes. His numbers are anomaly in baseball. All right, um, that should just about do it for this episode of OBP, the on-base podcast presented by, by 641 Media. Uh, final thoughts, Max, what do you got? I mean, I think you guys are, uh, I mean, every, every positive thing I can say about the Mets, I realize that DeGrom might not be in an appropriate day. So I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, think, I think this is gonna be a fun year, particularly in the American League down the stretch. Um, Although I don't think there are going to be any, many surprises. I think the last wild card spot is what's up for grabs. And I think that the NL wild card is, is, is actually pretty wide open. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely agree with a lot of what you just said. Yeah, I'm also, I mean, my take is there's a lot of talent, man. I think, I mean, obviously there's powerhouse baseball, but every team looks like they have a shot at the wild card right now. Every single. Not every, That's like not 12 teams look like they have a shot at some form of contention this year. 12 teams in each. It's in great each, for the game. In each uh, league. I mean, that's what makes, I think, the MLB better than the NBA. So the NBA. That and the fact that the players try. Well, that's a whole other animal. All right. Um, for Aaron Watson Scherer and Max Toscano and all of us here at 641 Media, I'm George Grothier. This has been the On Base Podcast. Uh, OBP presented by 641 Media. Have a good night, everybody.